A bright flash on your left. Boom! Where did that lightning come from? Your plane shakes, your instruments stop working. A minute ago, the sky was clear and blue. Now, it's pitch black. Your senses go haywire. You don't understand which way is up or down. It's a strange feeling. You're beyond time and space. Lightning flashes from all directions. Clouds envelop your plane and swirl it into a vortex. You grip the controls and repeat to yourself, I'll get out of this. I'll get out. Through the dark and thick clouds, you see a ray of light. It's your only chance. Your plane flies toward the light like a moth to a flame. And whoosh! You break out of the terrible whirlwind. Your instruments are back to normal. The plane's no longer shaking. You're saved. That's how pilots who face the Bermuda Triangle anomaly describe their experiences. Well, at least on TV shows. The huge chunk of ocean between Miami, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico remained the planet's most mysterious area. But it's not alone. Alaska has its own triangle. Since the late 80s, 16,000 people have disappeared there. Eyewitnesses to the Bermuda Triangle anomaly talk about thick fog, lightning, balls of light, and hallucinations. In Alaska, everything's a bit more complicated. People, planes, ships, they just disappear without a trace. There's no one around to tell us what it felt like. In 1950, a plane took off from Anchorage, Alaska, headed for Great Falls in Montana. It was carrying eight crew members and 36 passengers. Two hours after the start of the flight, the captain radioed in that everything was fine. Then, silence. The 100-foot-long plane seemed to evaporate into thin air. 85 aircraft and around 7,000 people searched for the plane. No trace. Not even a screw, bolt, nothing. That plane mystery made the Alaskan Triangle famous. If you look on a map, it's a wild and mostly unpopulated zone that passes near Anchorage, Barrow, and Juneau. If you connect the dots on a map, you get an epic triangle. You can fit the whole state of Oregon in it twice. If you read around, you'll find a bunch of major areas on the planet where weird stuff keeps happening over land, sea, desert, and jungle. Scientists have many questions about these places. They all have extreme electrical and magnetic anomalies. Planes and ships disappear in them. People hear stuff, see stuff, and hear some of them. China's Black Bamboo Valley looks like a Hollywood set for a seriously scary movie. Here, everything's creepy and mysterious. Ha, <laughs> perfect. Imagine a bamboo forest that stretches up 130 feet. The green plants live extremely close to each other and barely let in any sunlight. A strange fog hangs in the air. Where it comes from and why it's always there, no one knows. And the mysteries don't end there. For centuries, people have disappeared in the vast forest. Scientists believe the site's crazy geology is to blame. Cracks can suddenly appear in the ground big enough to fall into. There are sharp changes in weather and maybe even poisonous steam. Certain trees give it off when they fall to the ground. There's a long road through Ladakh in India. It's called the Magnetic Road. It slopes upwards and seems to violate the laws of gravity. Here's what happens. You drive to the foot of the hill, turn off the engine, and get out of the car. The car starts rolling uphill, up to 12 miles per hour. Why does it happen? Theory 1? The hill has an incredibly strong magnetic pull, and it attracts cars once they get too close. The Indian Air Force supposedly avoids flying over it to avoid any interference with their equipment. 
version 2. It's all just an optical illusion. The hills around it seem to fade into the horizon. It looks to us like the road is sloped up, but it's actually not. Huge Lake Michigan looks more like a sea than a lake. And over the past 400 years, 6,000 ships have disappeared in it. Why does it happen? The lake has its own mysterious triangle, and there are actually more unsolved mysteries here than in the famous Bermuda Triangle. In 1950, Flight 2501 disappeared over the lake, en route from New York to Minneapolis. The fate of the three crew members and 55 passengers remains unknown. In 2007, an underwater archaeology professor was surveying the bottom of Lake Michigan. He found stones arranged in a circle 40 feet down from the surface. They kind of looked like Stonehenge in England, but why were they at the bottom of a lake? Who put them there? Archaeologists found a carved pattern on one of the stones. Its outline resembles a drawing of an animal. Now, that's not unusual, except that this particular animal, which looks like a mammoth, was probably carved around 10,000 years ago. Sleep is very difficult for the Venezuelan locals who live near Lake Maracaibo. Right at the place where the Catatumbo River flows into the lake, there are huge electrical storms that can go up to 10 hours long. 260 days a year. That's over a million lightning bolts over the lake every year. Scientists don't know exactly what causes the daily lightning parties. Some people think it's due to the gas methane, which comes out of the ground. Other scientists blame uranium deposits in the soil. Nowadays, though, most researchers are sure that the lightning's caused by weather. Cold mountain air smashes against warm sea air. The result? A lot of friction and moisture, the perfect combo for near-nightly natural fireworks. It's super loud and kind of annoying if you live nearby. But the area is really important for the planet. It helps regenerate our vital atmospheric ozone. And the one that started it all? The Bermuda Triangle. Planes, ships, all gone without a trace. The theories are endless. Scientists even think there might be a huge meteor at the bottom of the sea that emits its own magnetic energy. It might have confused the navigation equipment on all those unlucky carriers. And it's been going on for a while. Researchers think that it was causing trouble even way back in Columbus's time. As far as Alaska is concerned, magnetic anomalies are a dime a dozen. Around here, your compass might be off by 5, 30, or even 60 degrees. But equipment malfunction isn't really enough to explain the disappearance of so many aircraft and people in this absolutely massive state. Alaska is wild. High mountains, never-ending forests, snow in the winter, and some serious heat in the summer. There are 3 million lakes, 12,000 rivers, and around 100,000 glaciers. There's only one person per square mile. California has over 250. You could walk for days, weeks, even months without seeing anyone, except maybe a bear or two. And the days and nights can be really confusing this far north. Tourists from all over the world dream of coming to Alaska to see the planet as it was before. No concrete jungle, no endless roads, warehouses, and cornfields. But this isn't just a beautiful place. It's also an incredibly dangerous place. You can get lost in the forest, run out of food, get soaked to the bone, lose your compass or GPS. In the harsh conditions of Alaska, danger's always just around the corner. Most vacationers just aren't prepared for that. 
80% of the state's communities aren't connected to the road system. Back in the Wild West, horses carried people, products, and information. In Alaska, it's all about planes. Alaska has 9,000 aircraft and 8,000 pilots, and counting. That's more than one out of every 100 Alaskans. Sudden weather changes, frequent and wild rain, snowstorms, and fog. Not a great recipe for a smooth flight. The wings on Alaskan planes can get covered with ice. The fog can hide the snowy mountaintops. And strong gusts of wind can knock a tiny plane way off course. That's what those pilots have to deal with every time they take off. So, that plane that disappeared? Investigators believe that the Douglas C-54 Skymaster disappeared due to bad weather, and any debris was covered with snow or fell into a lake. 5% of Alaska is covered in glaciers, and there are loads of cracks in them, some big enough to fit a person, a few people, or even a whole airplane. In 1945, five TBF Avenger aircraft took flight for a routine training exercise around the Bermuda Triangle. In the middle of the exercise, the planes were struck by intense rain and heavy winds, despite the clear weather forecast. The pilots became extremely disoriented and radioed the base to report that their navigational equipment had stopped working. The last thing the base heard was... When the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we'll all go down together. And then, static. The five planes and their 14 crew members were never seen or heard from again. On his very first voyage to the New World in 1492, Christopher Columbus sailed through the Bermuda Triangle. Columbus reported that one night, when he was on the deck of the ship, he noticed a giant light appear in the distance, unlike anything he had ever seen before. Columbus looked at his compass for direction, and it gave off erratic readings. You might have noticed that the Bermuda Triangle doesn't appear on any world map. This is because official institutions refuse to acknowledge that the area actually exists. A popular theory suggests that rogue waves are responsible for the many disappearances. Rogue waves are called extreme storm waves by scientists. They occur when different weather patterns take place at the same time, and cause large, unexpected waves. Witnesses say that the waves look like giant walls of water. These waves could explain why ships go down fast and without leaving any trace. The Bermuda Triangle is home to some pretty intense and unexpected weather. Storms build up quickly and unexpectedly, then disappear soon after. If you blink, you might miss it. This could explain why few distress signals are issued. Pilots and sailors never saw the weather coming. No one knows exactly how many ships and planes have disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle. The rough estimate is 50 ships and 20 planes. Most of the time, the disappearances had no explanation and no wreckage has ever been left behind. Another bizarre theory trying to solve the Bermuda Triangle mystery comes from Charlie Berlitz. He insists that the area is home to the lost city of Atlantis. The missing ships and planes and malfunctioning equipment, according to him, were all caused by rays of energy let out by the special energy crystals that power Atlantis. While this sounds silly, Berlitz's theory was convincing enough that over 20 million people bought his book worldwide. In the year 1800, a large sailing vessel called the USS Pickering departed from the US on its way to the West Indies. 
the ship sailed into the Bermuda Triangle along with its 90-man crew and was never heard from again. The USS Pickering was the first-ever confirmed ship to vanish in the Bermuda Triangle. It's believed that the ship was taken out by a storm, but because no wreckage was ever found, we'll never know for sure. When the TBF Avenger planes went missing, a massive search operation was conducted. Boats and planes searched the Bermuda Triangle for any signs of the aircraft. One of the boats searching was a PBM-5 Mariner airboat. The airboat took flight at 7.27 p.m. and called in a routine radio message three minutes later. Then, it was never heard from again. No trace was ever found of the rescue airboat or the five Avenger aircraft. An enormous investigation was launched into the disappearance of all these vehicles, but nothing was ever discovered. This particular area of the ocean is one of the most heavily traveled shipping routes in the world. Some skeptics believe that this fact solves the mystery. Statistically, the busier the area, the higher the frequency of accidents and disappearances. While this makes sense, it's not the frequency of disappearances that's responsible for the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. It's the lack of explanation or wreckage found. On the ocean floor, decomposing organisms let off large concentrations of methane gas that gets trapped under the water. This gas can build up until, boom, it ruptures. The gas surges up to the surface and erupts. If a ship was in the area of one of these ruptures, the water would become much less dense and cause the ship to sink rapidly and without warning. Scientists believe this could be the cause of the many disappearances in the Bermuda Triangle. While this theory makes a lot of sense, it doesn't seem too likely. The U.S. Geological Survey has stated that no large releases of gas are believed to have occurred in this area for the past 15,000 years. The ocean floor is made of rocks containing a lot of magnetite. It's more like iron. Magnetic fields react to high concentrations of magnetite on the ocean floor, which may start a sort of conflict between the two. It can often lead to various weather anomalies and, as a result, navigation issues. And naturally, any changes in the ocean floor or the Earth's magnetic fields influence the Bermuda Triangle a lot. Since the magnetic field is constantly moving, it might be also taking the Bermuda Triangle with it. Now that people know where the triangle is, it's easy to avoid it. It supposedly moves eastward together with the magnetic poles. But scientists still can't answer where exactly it will be in a couple of years. Some people blame all the disasters on the extraterrestrial paranormal activity. Others suppose it's all about raging natural phenomena. There's another triangle in Lake Michigan. Just like the one near Bermuda, the Michigan Triangle got its shady reputation for some disappearances. The first recorded one dates back to 1679. A large vessel, one of the largest of that time, set out on an expedition. Yet, once it got in the sinister triangle, it never came back. Much later, an aircraft disappeared in this triangle. The skies are usually very clear there, but back in 1883, some people witnessed abnormal things in the area. Some claim to have seen large blocks of ice falling from the skies, and the crew even managed to save one as hard proof. Meanwhile, the Pacific Ocean mystery area is another sinister triangle. Off the south coast of Japan, not far away from Tokyo, there's a sea where plenty of ships met their doom, disappearing without a trace in these waters. They call it 
the Devil's Triangle. Some scientists believe the cause of anomalies is the environmental changes. Also, there's a really high concentration of methane hydrates on the bottom of the ocean in the Pacific Triangle area. You're deviating from your original course and sailing in the wrong direction. There's the Caribbean Sea near the triangle peppered with small islands. The seafloor here isn't deep. The ship can get in shallow waters. And now the ship is stuck on a shoal and you have no idea where you are. If this were the 21st century, the ship's captain would be able to reach the shore using GPS and other modern navigation. But the most interesting thing is that the compass would work correctly this time, since the magnetic north pole hasn't already coincided with the true one for a long time in the territory of the Bermuda Triangle. The Agonic Line is somewhere far away from here. There are no problems with navigation now. But for some reason, this is where ships disappear. In fact, not just here. Throughout the Atlantic Ocean, there are places where many more ships were gone. The Bermuda Triangle is not even in the top 10 of such places. One of the main reasons why many ships are lost here is that one of the most popular shipping routes in the Atlantic passes through the Bermuda Triangle. And the more ships in one place, the more shipwrecks. Simple probability. Then, it just starts getting weird. Other theories say that there's a space-time rift in this region. Ships and planes fall into this rift and end up in the past or the future. But for some reason, there's not a single proof of this myth. There's no reason to think that the rift is hidden somewhere here. The base of an extraterrestrial civilization is located in the Bermuda Triangle. Visitors from other galaxies steal sea vessels along with the crew, so no one finds the wreckage of the ships. This is also a popular myth that has no scientific justification. The Kraken lives somewhere in the Triangle. It's a huge squid that sinks ships and also is a legend that sailors tell each other. However, gigantic squids live in the depths of the ocean. They can grow to the size of a half a train car, but no cases have ever been recorded where they sunk a large vessel. And in the area of the Bermuda Triangle, they have never ever been seen. People in the past didn't know about the existence of these creatures. So when they saw them for the first time, they described them as huge, terrible monsters. Giant squids are some of the most elusive creatures on Earth, and scientists had to use sonar equipment to find them. They don't like to leave the dark depths and are likely to be afraid of the sound of any ship. So that should squash the squid as a suspect. Ships and planes disappearing without a trace. Passengers never seen or heard from again. Reports of strange lights in the sky. No, these aren't scenes from an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, but some of the strange occurrences reported for over a century in an area ominously dubbed the Graveyard of Lake Ontario, also referred to as Canada's Bermuda Triangle or the Marysburg Vortex. It stretches across a portion of Lake Ontario from Kingston to Prince Edward County in Canada and down to Oswego, New York in the U.S. The tales about this area can be as chilling as the frigid lake water on which they took place. The most unsettling story involves the schooner called the Bavaria. It was 1889 and the ship was being towed across the lake. Rough waters severed the tow rope and the Bavaria floated away. Luckily, The schooner was later found safe and fully intact. But there was one thing missing, the crew. 
not a single person was found on board. What makes the story even more bizarre is that the dinner table was set, a loaf of bread was discovered, freshly baked, and the captain's money and his papers were fully accounted for. There was even a pet canary happily chirping away, as if nothing was amiss. What happened to the crew? We may never know. And this was not a unique incident. Just over a decade later, in 1900, three ships, the Annie Minnis, the Picton, and the Acacia, were sailing across the lake. But only two would make it to their final destination. The third one, the Picton, was speeding ahead of the others when it simply vanished. According to a cook on the Annie Minnis, we were well out into the lake and making good time when all of a sudden we saw the Picton's topsails coming off, and then her lower sails settled, and then, while we stood and watched, the Picton just disappeared. It's possible that the ship sank, as there was some wreckage later seen in the water, but the ship itself was never found, and none of its crew ever located. A few weeks later, a bottle with a note inside was discovered in Sackett's Harbor, New York. The note was from Captain Sidley of the Picton. Have lashed Vessie to me with heaving line, so that we will be found together. Vessie was the captain's 12-year-old son. The note creates more questions than answers. If the witnesses were correct, the ship's disappearance was quite quick. When did Captain Sidley know he was in danger? Why not signal for help if he had any warning? And when did he have time to write a note, bottle it, and tie himself to his son? It truly is a mystery. And it was not just ships that ran afoul of the strange forces in the area. Planes also struggled to make it through in one piece. In 1975, Ron Scott flew out from the Picton Airport in his Cessna 172. As he entered the Marysburg Vortex, his plane banked to the side. For several seconds, he was unable to right the plane, but once he did, the same force banked him to the other side. Again, he was stuck there for a few seconds, unable to control his plane. A skilled pilot, he had never experienced anything like it before. He was certainly luckier than Royal Canadian Air Force pilot Barry Allen Newman. Newman was at the same spot back in 1952, when he lost control of his jet and crashed into the lake. To this day, his body has not been found. In total, over 270 ships and at least 40 planes have met a tragic end in this area. And adding to the mystery, sometimes people report a series of bright lights or orbs, or a dark ship hovering in the sky. These are even harder to explain. Witnesses willing to report them are adamant they are true. Sid Wells said he watched a strange shape like a multifaceted diamond slowly spinning in the sky, and then it just disappeared. Others claim to have seen it too. Of course, the Marysburg Vortex is just one of several places around the world known as vile vortices, a term coined by biologist and writer Ivan T. Sanderson. He discovered 12 other equally spaced areas on the surface of Earth where funny things happen. The best known of these, of course, is the dreaded Bermuda Triangle. Situated in the Atlantic Ocean between Bermuda, Florida, and Puerto Rico, it has been blamed for the disappearance of thousands of people. They went in, on boats or in planes, but they never came out. Even the explorer Christopher Columbus experienced the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle during his first voyage to America in 1492. He said the compasses pointed in the wrong direction, the sea levels seemed to change dramatically, and he even spotted strange lights in the sky. In 1918, the USS Cyclops, 
which was one of the U.S. Navy's biggest fuel ships, disappeared there. Since the 309 crew members were declared lost at sea when the Cyclops vanished, it's seen as the largest loss of life in the history of the U.S. Navy in a single incident. At the time, the weather was good. The one message sent that day from the ship indicated no issues or concerns, and a distress signal was never sent. A thorough naval investigation followed. Its conclusion? Many theories have been advanced, but none that satisfactorily accounts for the ship's disappearance. In other words, the investigators were stumped. There's also the Dragon's Triangle, located in the Pacific Ocean. The most disturbing story involves a group of Japanese vessels that disappeared in the 1950s. When researchers were sent to investigate what happened, they too disappeared. In each case, it's impossible to truly know what occurred. And it's easy to get caught up in stories of giant sea monsters lurking beneath the waves. Who doesn't like a good scare? And Sanderson was willing to accept the possibility of such stories being true. He believed the vile vortices that he studied could be explained by anything from a wrinkle in the space-time continuum to magnetic abnormalities to underwater people. Of course, Sanderson was not only a huge fan of strange places, he also wrote about strange creatures like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. His skills as an impartial scientist are questionable though. In 1948, he claimed that some three-toed footprints found at Clearwater Beach in Florida were proof of 15-foot-tall penguins, arguing that they were impossible to fake. In 1988, Tony Singerini revealed that he and his friend, attaching some cast-iron feet to his high-top sneakers, were behind the giant penguin hoax. So maybe Sanderson isn't the most reliable source after all. But there are also some very compelling and wholly natural explanations. Let's look specifically at the Marysburg Vortex. It's entirely possible that ships like the Bavaria and the Picton were done in by a mix of bad luck and bad weather. Unsettled weather is certainly not uncommon on Lake Ontario, and flash storms on the open water can prove dangerous to the most skilled sailor. And even today, with advances in weather forecasting, we get it wrong all the time. Back then, there was no way to predict that a storm was just around the corner. And the weather was just one issue. Historian Mark Seguin said that the area was always known to be dangerous, as the lake bed quickly becomes shallow along the eastern shore. There are also small rocky islands and shoals scattered throughout the area, making sailing a risky venture, especially for larger vessels or those weighed down by heavy cargo. By the mid-20th century, modern weather forecasting and improved shipbuilding alleviated most of the hazards of the Great Lakes shipping, resulting in fewer losses. The last major shipwreck in any of the Great Lakes was that of the SS Edmund Fitzgerald, which sank off the coast of Lake Superior in 1975, with 29 crew members going down with it. It seems the vortex is no match for human progress. And as for lights or images in the sky? In most cases, it's the result of an interesting phenomenon called thermal or temperature inversion. When this happens, a layer of warm air becomes trapped under cold air. This can result in mirages or reflections. So, a light on the ground that is miles away can be reflected in the sky, giving the impression of a flying object. Other parts of the mystery may be solved with a little time. Lake Ontario's freshwater and frigid temperatures help preserve the ships and planes that came to rest there. As divers and researchers continue to explore the area, maybe we'll finally learn the fate of the Bavaria, the Picton, Captain Sidley, and his son.
That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.